I meant to, uh, I'll warn you now, um, one of my things I was going to, I thought I was going to get home early today, uh-huh. like earlier than I ordinarily would instead of like, you know, two hours later than I ordinarily do. Right. Um, so I was going to go on YouTube and revisit the music from this game since I beat it like last weekend. Okay. Um, but I uh, did not get a chance to. So okay. I do not have very much to say about the music. Okay. I have, I'm looking through my notes, which are just like pretty much scribbles, mm-hmm. like Larva redemption, redemption, foot strangle. You know, it's just like they. <laughs> what I'm, I left these to interpret my for myself in the future. Oh yeah. But the only note about the music I have is bowling alley bad music. <laughs> but I don't. I don't remember what was bad about it. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of a. Ding, 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 ding. Is it the, like there was a weird like the a couple times when the guitar music came in, it felt weird. Like I, the main yeah. theme grew on me, but the. Um, you know, and a couple other times, like rock theme from Silent Hill seemed pretty, pretty goofy. Yeah, so we can. You know, yeah, we 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 can we can get into that. Yeah, we and... should do a podcast on this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's a really good yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, take it away. All right, are we doing the alternate one? Oh yeah, let's do the alternate one. Hi, this is Gary Butterfield, and this is Cole Ross, and we're with the podcast. Watch out for fireballs. And we have a special announcement for you. If you decide to play along with us during Silent Hill 2, and at any point during your 12 hours, your dick moved, like even a little bit, like any blood went into that tissue. Like one little twitch. Then please, for the love of God, stop listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. You ever see a girl where she looks like an attractive girl version of a guy who's not attractive at all? (laughs) Like you ever just be like, man, like man, she's like a sexy Iggy Pop, but it's just like, what, what, what am I thinking? How is that possible? She's like a banging Jack Black. Yeah. <laughs> every once in a while, just magically turning into a girl, like just you know, improves you. Edward James almost. Yeah, Edward James almost do that. Almost do that. Ooh. <laughs> This, this is this is exorcode stuff, but uh, you know that uh, the, the the town that I live in, Mansfield, it's it's where the Shawshank Redemption was filmed, right? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, OSR, the Ohio State Reformatory, is the prison where that was uh, where that was filmed. Um, and uh, my stepfather, he is in it. He is a, he is an extra in two scenes. Um, oh. And uh, they have an awesome haunted house there every year. And because my family have all been employees of there, I can go on tours. So it's this oh, big creepy. God, it's dropped there. They, they, they have a haunted house in the like old abandoned prison. Yes. Wow. It's awesome. It's so cool. Yeah, that sounds incredible. <laughs> yep. Um, like you're not going to live there anymore. I'm just going to visit the haunted house. And then, yeah, it's fine. I'm going to sleep on your parents' couch. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. It's it's up for the whole month of October. It's uh, That's it's awesome. it's the best. I haven't been to very many haunted houses, but I would venture to say they're to, like they they they, bring, they take ghost you know ghost shows there a lot, and they all make fun of Mansfield for being cornfield, cornfield, cornfield prison, cornfield. Um, <laughs> because it's so haunted. Exactly. Like it makes up for all those empty cornfields. There are orbs. And yeah, the corn isn't haunted. <laughs> corn orbs. Um, yeah, the corn orbs. <laughs> the corbs. Yeah, corbs. <laughs> Not a Donaghy. Um, uh, yeah, man, I, I wish that more old buildings were repurposed mm-hmm. for haunted houses. Um, there's one of the things that Portland has. Um, there's this chain in Oregon called McMenamins, which is kind of just like a decent beer, but kind of shitty pub food mm-hmm. place. But 
what they're famous for is they don't build new buildings. They just repurpose things. Uh-huh. And that's really cool. Like there's one, um, there's like some of their old churches and like some of their various things. And the coolest one um, is the Kennedy school, which is an old school that is just every, pretty much every room is a bar. Huh. So like you go to the steam room and it's like a themed bar and you go to, you know, different like classrooms <laughs> and bars. And then there's a hotel as well. That's part of it. So some of the rooms have been repurposed into to hotel rooms and then they use the gymnasium for like weddings and stuff. That sounds kick ass. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Well, probably like, it is a really cool bar. Like like you also like have like slave tunnels all over the place and you have like catacombs, yeah. don't you? And slaves. Yeah. So <laughs> that's <laughs> weird. That's weird, right? Yeah, no, it's rad. Um I haven't done laundry in since I moved here. The dream um, of the dream of the nineties is alive in Portland. Yeah, the uh, dream the, of the eighteen nineties. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we're both going for that. Okay. Um, <laughs> But um, I haven't I haven't gone on the Shanghai Tunnels tour yet. No. Uh, one of my coworkers, one of my favorite coworkers, used to run a haunted Portland tour before mm-hmm. she became an academic advisor. So I keep thinking that like I can probably leverage like say hey for my birthday just take me on this <laughs> tour. Like I you know you don't have to get out the van and do voices or anything. Just I want to see all this shit. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Yeah, I don't believe in any of that stuff, but it's it's still fun to go see old. No, I, I don't believe it places. at all. I just love being scared. Like, yeah. <laughs> I you know I I love, and I've, I talked about this on Did I Do of a Hala, and mm-hmm. I'll talk about it at the end of this episode. <laughs> but the uh, I love being yeah I love horror media because I like the set pieces. Mm-hmm. Like I like seeing really imaginatively created little scenes that are that are designed to unnerve you. Yeah, you know, the more design goes into a horror scene than goes into like you know, an action scene or a realistic fiction scene, Mm -hmm. you know, there's just so much like care and detail that's possible in that genre that, uh, that just, it just does it for me, you know? So yeah, I don't believe in any, anything that isn't real, (laughs) but the, uh, you know, I, I do, I do love pretending to. Yeah. (laughs) It's nice. Yeah. I'm glad that I'm able to do it. (laughs) I'm glad that I don't do one of these things where I'm just like, Oh, you know, Oh, well, I knew that was going to jump out. Like, who, who gives a shit if you knew? Like, or you win, you know? It's like, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun to, it's fun to be afraid of fake things, you know, for a moment. And then, you know, go, go back and, you know. Being afraid of real things. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I want to be afraid of Pyramid Head for a little while. And then I go back to being afraid of dying alone. So, <laughs> God. One, one weird thing, and this is not episode material but there's so many comparisons and i don't know with what you know credence to give these comparisons but tons of people talk about tim and eric and through a lens of david lynch which is really weird to me because like maybe it's one of those things that works for me in comedy but doesn't work for me in drama mm-hmm. you know like that aesthetic and and kind of sensibilities i really like but think are funny instead of thinking they're unnerving and and affecting i you know that was just one of the things if there's any credence to that comparison Maybe that is the reason why one thing leaves me cold and another does not. That's possible. I don't know. I haven't thought about it enough to to, to have an opinion. Yeah. I could see definitely just uh, being intentionally obtuse, you know, but both of them are. <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe I like that. Bad. I mean, maybe what it is is like, I don't mind things being, you know, I don't, I'm not a lazy man. Like I like in, interpreting, mm-hmm. you know, I'll work for my art. Yeah. Um, but maybe they're just, you know, I feel like there are, there are pathways that people are willing to, you know, to go down in that, that respect. Yeah. You know, and people are willing to go down different ones. Mm-hmm. So something about the way that he creates art, the the way that you have to work for it is not intuitive to me and is not appealing. Whereas other artists where I have to work for it, I'm more willing to. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Mulholland Drive has that awesome sex scene, but. <laughs> yeah. <All right. laughs> yes, it does. 
That it I like I like the um, the little guy in Lost Highway. Like oh, the, Robert Blake. Um, I don't know. He's the the guy with no eyebrows. Yeah, the 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 little white makeup guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like him. Like he's he's an amazing image. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> I need to watch that movie again. It's been forever. Henry Rollins is in that. He's a prison guard. Yeah. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that from when I saw it. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And why well, I, I have some torment. I feel like what what torment does, and you can cut this out because it's not related to Silent Hill Two. But what torment does is the scope is so huge mm-hmm. that you can't help but like be awed by it. Mm-hmm. Like playing torment again. Like I'm just like I can't believe that there's so much awesome shit in this. Right. But it makes even more compromises than this does. Oh wow! So I feel like it's higher highs, you know, or more highs. Yeah. But but more lows. Right. And maybe not higher or lower. Mm-hmm. You know, if that makes sense. No, it makes it makes perfect sense. Yeah, to me. and it, I'll be really interested to hear what you you think of that game. I really mm-hmm. hope that you get when you get to these parts that me and and Will are bitching about. <laughs> like, just train your way past it because they are fucking annoying, and I'd forgotten about them. Um, but there's nothing that even you get to an area called cursed, which is where the game, I think, you know, the first area feels kind of shitty mm-hmm. and there's a huge payoff for it though. Like it just like, I'm just like, man, at first I got there and I was like, oh, I can't, I don't remember this being this dumb. Like this is really boring, but there's a huge payoff for it. Like everything is pretty good. Yeah. They just add this shit, this game part to it. <laughs> it just doesn't need to be there. Like it should totally be a, a visual novel, a text adventure, mm-hmm. you know, and it practically right. is, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this is, I mean, as far as like, I, like there are other games, like they feel like that when, when I'm considering, um, you know, how good a game is like reach is a big thing. So you take something like Mega Man X, which is like nearly perfect, you know, like there's very little that Mega Man X does wrong. Right. You know, but it's just, it's a fun platformer. Right. It doesn't like, strive it's, to be anything better than that. Right. It's, it's wonderfully designed. It, you know, it's a, if I can recommend something for people listening to this, like the, and I, if I didn't already mention it, there's a guy on YouTube who does a series called Sequelitis. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a kind of a YouTube sensation. His humor is not for everyone, but he's actually got really great like game criticism chops behind it. And the Mega Man X entry for that is great. And it's just him explaining why this game does everything it needs to, you know, to teach you how to play it. Mm-hmm. And as a, as a game design thing, that's great. But it doesn't, it's not trying to be, you know, much better than that or much bigger than that. Right. That's going to be at least a two hour episode. I, I was about to say that I would not, don't sweat it that much. Like, I'm okay with that being, being long. Like, we both had a lot of things to say and it's a substantial yeah. game. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We didn't get to talk about, uh, to talk about first impressions, but I guess this was your first impression. Yeah, I, I don't have any. Yeah. So I, God, Silent but Hills. It's do you been, want to say something about it for extra episode material? Maybe it's been it's been it's been really it's been really integral to me and games. You know, I played the I played the first Silent Hill, like at a at a buddy's house. Like his his, his we we were, I was spending the night and we went to went to the uh, the Kmart to rent uh, to rent video games and we saw Silent Hill there. I was like, ooh, this looks this looks neat. I was like uh, twelve at the time, and uh, we got to the end of the intro where you're walking down this long alley and it's like a slow transition into the into the other world and you're like you see this crucified corpse and mm-hmm. uh you're murdered by these little like demon baby things and put it down and never picked up the game again for like uh for like uh two years and i got silent hill 2 for christmas uh um from my dad basically i gave my dad a list of a list of games like saying like hey you know if you want to if, if you want christmas ideas here's a list get me any one of these and we'll be and we'll, and we'll be good 
and uh, and that was one of the ones he got me uh, into you know Christmas of 2001, and uh, it's been my favorite game ever since. I even had a relationship, well, my, my best relationship actually, that was based around uh, or that started uh, that started on Silent Hill. Um, huh. It was it was it was a girl who. Uh, like I got a call from her. Out, out of, what's the? <laughs> sorry, sorry to keep making that joke. No, that's I, fine. <laughs> I, I feel like every time you want to, you talk about a relationship or something like that, like whenever you talk about a first impression of a game, I keep acting like I don't know what you mean, <laughs> and keep wanting to make jokes about you having direct relationships. With the thing. And I, yeah, I don't no, know why that's, that's so appealing to me. That's fine. No, no, but uh, but it was a, it was a, it was a summer day, and I guess this the, this girl she had a, she had a, she had a crush on me, and I got a I got a phone call from her saying, Cole, I, I need your I need your help with uh, with Silent Hill three because I don't know how to get through this part. So I talked her through it, and then that turned into phone conversations trying to talk her through the rest of the series, and then that you know she we we went to high school together, and that and then that, that turned into like a full blown like thing. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, like and, that's you know. And so, like you know, for for her birthday, I got her the Resident Evil remake for GameCube and, and Eternal Darkness, and we played that. You, you know, that's good gifts. <laughs> you know, so that 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 was that that was good, and that's a that's a good memory. And you know, for something as horrific as Silent Hill is, it's uh you know forever linked. You know. Did it end? Did the relationship end because she really liked Dementium the Ward? <laughs> um. No, no. The, the relationship ended because I was an asshole. Um. Oh. That was my second guess. I was kind of surprised. Like, I don't have first memories of this game, but one of the things I thought of when you were talking about that is my friend Derek is a big fan. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. And he's always told me I should play him, but never with any kind of like urgency. Really? Like, I wonder what his, his feelings are because he's played like all of them, but he's never been like, you really need to play this. You'd really like it. He's just been like, yeah, you should play that. It's pretty good. So it's kind of like this game doesn't seem to draw very many people with like lukewarm feelings on them. So when I go back to to Calvin, I'm gonna have to talk to him about it. Yeah, no, uh, but pump, pump him for it because I, I don't know. I'm one of those people who, when I'm genuine, genuinely enthusiastic about something, I try and push it on people. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and I and I feel like the one of the strongest compliments you can give is a, a honest recommendation. Yeah, like when you when you tell somebody they should do something. And it actually comes from a place of like I know you well enough to think you'd be enriched by this and enjoy mm-hmm. it. Like all, all you know, all the best compliments are just I know you. Yeah. You know, like that's all anybody wants. Mm-hmm. So like you know, like if, if so, maybe he just did. You know, maybe he did not think I would be that into it, or maybe he knew that I tried to play the first one and couldn't get into it. Yeah. But that was like back in the day. That was when I was playing Resident Evil too. So <laughs> it was, so it was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. I'll have to check and see see what he has to say about it. Cool. Um, yeah, I know he gave up on the room. He gave up on four. Yeah, uh, uh, the four is really easy to give up on. It's, uh, yeah, it's a shame it's, that they don't stick with that premise. That premise is so good. It was really good, but it wasn't originally a Silent Hill game. And oh. I, I think in trying to make it a Silent Hill game, they ruined it. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I love the story. It's uh, it's one of my favorite Silent Hill stories. I think my second favorite Silent Hill story, or third favorite, rather, behind, uh, behind two and uh, Shattered Memories. Oh, recommendation time. Um, I was thinking of something while you were talking about walking around the apartment in total darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a uh, there's an iOS game called Papa Sangre. Yeah, I've got that. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, that's really cool. I wish yeah. more games would do things like that. Yeah. Like, I don't think Papa Sangre is perfect. No. But it, I, I think that's a really cool yeah. idea. I was also going to recommend Z-Day, but... Z-Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got Z-Day. That's okay. the, the Choose Your Own Adventure. Yeah, yeah. Survival Horror. Yeah, that, that is fun. 
Um, yeah, I mostly like on iOS. I've mostly just been playing a uh, fucking Beat Hazard. Mm-hmm. Just like I only have a couple minutes to kill. Yeah, but that's a good good port. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about um, you're talking about games for the blind. We were talking about Abe's Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Um, in that documentary, they talked about how text adventures are the number one genre for the blind. That makes like, so you, much sense. You pick up on that as like somebody who's worked with the blind a lot. No, no, I haven't. It, just it's just a big because... section of that movie, that Get Lamp movie. Uh huh. They talk about how big those games are with blind people. That makes so much sense. Totally, like it's and it's, that's so cool. Yeah, you know, like it would be like I could I could see getting into that. Like, and you'd you'd be better at text adventure games <laughs> if you're blind. That's what that's yeah. exactly what I was going to say because you're 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 so much better at building spatial maps in your head. Exactly right. And you, yeah. you know you you have to. So yeah, you don't rely on graph paper like me. Yeah.